Hello, everyone. Welcome back, I should say, to the Oatmeal Podcast. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, man. You know, really, it's it's been about a few months. And my greatest apologies, Oatmeal fans. I've been doing this the past year, I'd say. You know, going on and off breaks. This time, I didn't really intend to. I had plenty of ideas, which we're going to go through today, at least some of them. And I really didn't mean to take this long of a break. Um, that's totally my fault. I forgot the password of the Oatmeal Podcast, which was a big deal to me. And, you know, it kind of hurt for a little, for like a month or two. And then, uh, you know, I lost the password. Then I realized that I could just sign in through a different way and uh, the app that I use to record this on. And so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're back, baby. We're back. I'm going to try to do the Oatmeal Podcast, you know, from time to time. But, um, you know, if you want to hear more of me, you know, if you want to be generous, <laughs> you say, and you want to hear uh, just more uh, something that I'm that I'm continuously passionate about. It's um, what a bunch of Kentuckians like me are passionate about is uh, the Kentucky Wildcats, which I don't talk much on this oatmeal podcast about sports because I don't really feel like it fits the theme. Uh, I have a new podcast. It's called Talking Big Blue, ladies and gentlemen. I've uh, you know go go uh, look at go check it out. You know, it's me and my dad. I call him Kentucky Calum. He's been on a the Oatmeal podcast a few times. You know, and it it's more of a you know structured podcast. I'd say. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd recommend it if you're into Kentucky sports, you know, if you're into college sports and you just kind of want to, you know, get, get what us Kentucky fans are thinking, you know, really, I I can say I I speak for most, you know? So yeah, I mean, go check it out. Uh, if you'd like talking big blue, T A L K I N apostrophe space, Big space blue, ladies and gentlemen. It should say be the state of Kentucky. I'm known as Cowbell Jake on there, which is a story for either the podcast or another episode, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, I want to talk about something that's been fascinating me a lot recently is that recalls, right? There's been a lot of recalls, right? And I think that's a little worrying, right? We should be... We should be a little worried about the amount of recalls that we've had because like, like, I mean, there's like, I saw there was a chocolate recall, a cantaloupe recall. Cantaloupe was like with salmonella or whatever. Like, dude, that's crazy. Like I'm, uh, I'm trying to find an example of recalls, but, um, I, I, I just remember those cantaloupe chocolate and stuff. And that's really weird, ain't it? That's really weird. Let's go on recalls.gov. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that's really weird, right? Because, yeah, there's cantaloupe fruit, dude. That's like uh, peanuts. Dude, like, I think everything that we were, like, eating is, like, getting recalled, right? Like, there's some speakers that are getting recalled. I mean, this is crazy, right? Like I, like, I don't know if I'm getting old or not, like older or not, I suppose. Which is weird, because I've had this podcast for about four years-ish, which makes me feel really old, to be honest with you. Um, and, you know, something I've noticed is that I've changed a lot through this podcast. And, uh, you know, I look at the news more often, you know. And I think it's weird, though, because I don't know if it happens more often than I should know. But I'm alive, dude, and I... I typically eat, you know, what I desire, which is nice, which is nice, you know. I'm really thankful to be able to do that. But, um, 
excuse me, my cat knock. If you heard a loud thud about a minute ago, it was my cat. Her name is Cheryl. She's a wacko, dude. And she uh, knocked down my notepad of my notes that I was going to go through all this stuff. But yeah, that's really, really weird, right? That, uh, that like, there's a bunch of recalls. Uh, shout out to the people who do that. Uh, shout out to the people who had to take the L for uh, someone who had to get salmonella from a cantaloupe, you know? Which is, what <coughs> excuse me, which is strange, right? I wouldn't imagine that to be so, but let's, uh, let's move on. I want to talk about, um, I sort of want to talk about the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Um, those, for those of you who don't know, if you, if you don't know, of course, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie is, uh, is pretty monumental in, uh, I'd say kids my age, people my age-ish, and I'll tell you why. In 20, 2014, uh, for the older people out there who don't play video, or the people who don't play video games, or the people who've been living under a rock, whatever, there was this game came out called Five Nights at Freddy's. It was a big, uh, it was a sensation, right? It was a smash hit, nine years late, you know, it was a game, Five Nights at Freddy's, then they made another game, and 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 another game. A few more books, a few more toys, a few other more new books. Then we have a movie. And the movie was pretty all right. It was rated thir- PG-13, you know, which I think kind of limited the movie a little bit because it was a horror movie, if those of you who are wondering. But, um, you know, I think you got to kind of understand the movie, though, before you go watch it and, under- and like realize it. Or maybe you don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I I understood what was happening. It's based off the books, ladies and gentlemen, not the game. So uh, I, I get it now. I kind of get it. I think a lot of the characters played a pretty good, pretty good acting roles. I really liked it because I've been a fan of the franchise for a while. The Five Nights at Freddy's movie has sort of been like this conspiracy for a while, right? It's like if like OJ Simpson killed that guy. Like like this is like that. Like like you know it's it'll gonna it's gonna happen, but. When is it going to happen? Luckily, we got the FNAF movie. We never got to realize if he was innocent or not, which actually he ended up being. And I fully believe he was innocent, you know? But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. I'd say it's like a an 8, 2 maybe. Maybe like a eight, 7.8 is like the ce- is like the floor. 8, 2 is the ceiling. Take that to what you will. I would recommend watching it if you're into that kind of stuff. If you're not, I don't know about that, dude. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, that's that's basically uh, the FNAF movie in a, a little nutshell. I want to talk about uh, something. I want to talk about a negative, right? And then I'm going to end it on a positive. Listen, listen. All right. Last episode I did, it wasn't perceived very well by the public, right? Because a lot of people were, you know, make were, a lot of people weren't uh, too happy about my uh, my opinion, which was that Taylor Swift shouldn't be shown twelve times a game. You know, and, 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 and listen, listen, I agree. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. But something that I do have to tell you all about, and it's still frustrating me, is that, like, the news media won't get off her. Like, I saw that was, uh, my friend, uh, my friend who's been on the show, Clayton Whitworth, uh, I interviewed him once, but uh, he showed me this picture. He was at Dick's Sporting Goods, and it said, Karma is my tight end. Now, for those of you who don't know, and if the tight end, which is a football position, Travis Kelsey, who's pretty good, probably the best in the sport at the tight end position, uh, is now dating world-renowned star Taylor Swift. The relationship went viral, whatever, but like, 
and, and don't get me wrong, Karma is my tight is a is a tight end. I think that's what it said. Don't don't buy that shirt. Okay, listen, listen, America, don't buy that shirt. That's such a weird shirt. All right. Imagine if like there was like a, a person who didn't uh, didn't like know who, who what what it was. Karma is my tight end. That's really weird, dude. I would not want to wear that shirt, even if I was the biggest Chiefs fan of all time, right? I'm a Bengals fan. I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Who day? And um, if, 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 uh, I don't know, uh, Taylor, uh, I don't know, uh, Rihanna decides to date uh, Joe Mixon, right? I wouldn't say uh, he can stand under my running back or whatever, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But um, it's just weird, right? And the obsession, the obsession is kind of weird. I get it, though. You know, you're mashing probably two of the biggest cultures, or not cultures, I should say, but two of the biggest fan bases, maybe right now. But um, I want to talk about that for a little bit. I want to talk about Taylor Swift specifically, because this is for the uh, the Emma Bolins of the world. You know, this is for the big Swifties of the world uh, to hear. Right, and I and I want to I want to be clear. All right, I like her music. I dig with her music a little bit. I can't lie, I can't lie. But like, let's listen. Let, let's let's tone it down. Let's tone it down. All right. Let's tone. All right. Look. Eight, uh, pop wa- pop wire, and the time the times right. They've basically put, they basically said, Taylor Swift, 1989 is the album of the century. (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to let that just sink in a little bit. That's crazy. That's absurd. Okay. I don't understand it. Now let's let's go through the track list. Let's go through the let's go through the track list of of 1989, and you know I'll, I'll kind of uh, give my opinion on it. And it's a good album. I like it honestly. It has a lot of really good songs on it. And uh, we're gonna look at the deluxe here. Uh, I, I it has a lot of uh, uh, this is it. Yeah, this is it. it has a lot of Taylor Swift's big hits on it. Like a uh, blank space style. Uh, what is this? is this? All you had to do was stay. I like that one. Shake it off. Bad. This, wait, hold on. Really? Bad blood was in 1989. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I, I sound really weird, you know, saying this out loud. I didn't know that bad blood was in 1989. That's weird. Uh, but, um, you know, yeah, stop. Uh, all right, let's, you know, you got that. Wildest dreams. Uh, and yeah, like that's a really good track list, dude. I get it. It's a really good track list. It's really unique, but let's, let's, let's cut the crap, dude. Let's cut the crap. It is not the album of the century, right? Listen, I don't think I'm a, I'm a big music fan. I don't think any song should be album of the century, right? You can have an album of the year, 1000%. You can have an album maybe of the decade, 1000%, but you shouldn't have an album of the century. I think music is subjective or music is subjective, right? And like, you need to understand we, we shouldn't say, we shouldn't say, Hey, 
Um, let's, let's, let's basically make everyone mad. Whatever you choose is going to make people mad. If you pick Thriller by Michael Jackson, it's going to make people mad. If you pick Purple Rain by Prince, it's going to make people mad. If you pick the, that one, the Strokes album, it's going to make people mad. Uh, you know, it, it's just going to, it's going to upset people, right? Because you have people from so many generations and so many, like, culture and so many cultural things of generations why would you make people mad like that it's and especially if it's 1989 by taylor swift i don't understand ladies and gentlemen the hype i don't get it album of the century is crazy album of the century is absolutely absurd and to be honest with you it it, it doesn't sit well with mr oatmeal mr cowbell whatever you want to call me it doesn't sit well with me necessarily and I honestly do think that we need to tone down as Swifties. And to all my Swifties out there, I know it's not all of you. I know it's not all of you, right? And I don't mean to rant on your, uh, your, your, you know, your girl like this, but like her music ain't that good, right? Her music ain't centrally like her, she, her music isn't centrally level good, right? At most, she'll be like a, I don't know. Like a, like a, I, th- I view her more like a kind of a revamped or not a revamped, I should say, but like a, on, on a scale of like tracks, I'd say she's like a Dolly Parton, you know, she's just really influential, but like, she doesn't have a lot of hits, right? Dolly Parton is a, and excuse me, you know, miss a, you know, she's really influential and I like Dolly Parton. Dolly, Taylor Swift has nothing on Dolly Parton, by the way. I want to make this clear. Uh, but, um, let's see. What are, what is this? Uh, yeah, she doesn't really, like, uh, you know, you got, you got, you know, I mean, it's sure her music is just kind of old and that's totally fine. Right. She's great. I will always love you. It's such a beautiful song, dude. Jolene is a great, great song. You know, I didn't realize she was 77, by the way. And I don't want to make people, uh, feel like, uh, like old, but she's 77, dude. She's older than my grandma. Bro, she could be like, I don't know, she couldn't be like my great-grandma, I guess. But like, she's up there. She's up there. And and I, <laughs> this podcast is going to come out like very sexist, I suppose. Because I'm, I'm just dogging all these women. No, I don't, I, no, no, no. But seriously, seriously, though, serious note. I like Taylor Swift songs. I like some of the Taylor Swift songs. I like some of the Dolly Parton songs, you know. But there's not album of the century. We need to stop it. You know, we need to, we need to tone it down. You know, and uh, I just, I just don't, I just don't like that. I just don't like that. Uh, people are calling it the album of the century. That's just really all. It just kind of mess with mess mess with me. Uh, and one thing, one thing we'll we'll discuss before we uh, before we go, is uh. I want to talk about the magic of green beans and, like, mashed potatoes, right? If I'm eating green beans, I want mashed potatoes with it, right? If I'm eating mashed potatoes, I want green... Here's the thing, right? Mashed potatoes by itself is kind of weird. Like, you got to have, like... Like, of course, you got to have, like, the... The, um... Like, potato chunks in there, right? Obviously. Or else you're just eating tomato paste, right? It's kind of weird, Right? It's kind of weird. But, like, green beans, you know, you, like, have, like, that weird taste kind of. And you're like, man, I wish I had, like, something 
like textually better, you know. So guess what? Mashed potatoes, green beans, the perfect mixture, ladies and gentlemen, the perfect mixture. You know, I, I shout out to green beans and uh, mashed potatoes. If you like green beans and mashed potatoes, ladies and gentlemen, get the podcast to follow. And uh, yeah, that's it for today's episode. Uh, I'll try to do this podcast more often. Um, you know, I'll try to gather up a few things, maybe do it like weekly, maybe do it two times a week. I don't know. Uh, don't hold me to that. I hope I'll, you know, remember the password this time, you know? Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be all it for today's episode. I'm your host. Uh, I'm your host. I don't know what to call myself anymore. Oatmeal Jake, Cowbell Jake, whatever you want to call me. Uh, make sure to check out the, uh, the Instagram, the underscore oatmeal underscore podcast and let and make sure to check out talking big blue, ladies and gentlemen on Spotify, Apple, Apple podcasts, you know, wherever you can get this podcast, you know? And uh, yeah, that'll be it. Thank you all for listening and I'll have a and have a wonderful day. Mwah.